So internally, we kind of um, tell people that there's really, when you're in business, there's two types of New Year's. Yes. <laughs> it seems to be in September or in the fall, we still are programmed to think that that's back to school. It's a fresh start. And we actually have a podcast called Kickin' Ass This Fall that we posted. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, we, we hope you will because it will tie in nicely to what we want to chat about today. The second New Year, obviously, is the New Actual Year. New Year. <laughs> exactly, New Year. And it's bizarre to think, but we are on the cusp of 2016. And while a lot of us are running around right now and thinking about shopping and getting things taken care of for the holidays, um, we will probably start to you know, come down a little bit from that and think about the New Year. So what we wanted to chat about today was the New Year and planning for that and plant the seed of, of encouraging you to kind of think differently about a couple of things. When you're doing your planning for 2016, there's two things we challenge people to do. The first one is look back, right? And not to dwell back there, but we can all learn from the year that's just passed. And whether that's looking at new services you might have offered, different marketing campaigns, different approaches to your work that you've done, look at them and honestly say, you know, what worked really well, what didn't work well. And we often ask ourselves, what did what felt good and what didn't feel good, right? Because we also know if something doesn't feel good, you, you're not going to do as well at it. That's right. You're not going to put as much into it. As... Yeah, and you don't get as much out of it. So, yeah. you know, it's an opportunity to learn. And don't, don't beat yourselves up about it. Don't dwell on it. Don't be like, oh, I can't believe we went down that path and it didn't work. Well, I would say to you, if you didn't go down that path, you might have done it another way and you learn from that point, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if you don't take risks in business or in your organization – you never know when you'll hit that big one. Make sure that you're completely sober when, you're, <laughs> when it's the holidays and you're looking back through that scrapbook yes. of memories. Exactly. <laughs> and maybe, alcohol is a depressant. Yes. <laughs> it will enhance but that. But maybe it's taking that, you know, maybe you had a pamphlet or a campaign idea and it just flopped. Feel free to burn it. Yeah, exactly. Literally burn it. So number, <laughs> number one, looking back to look forward. And number two is challenge yourself to think big. Um, that's really important because I think that, especially if you're, you know, in business or if you've been with an organization for a really long time, um, you can kind of limit your thinking, right? You've just come off of a busy year. Could I really get that done? Could I really? In the planning stages, don't be afraid to think big. Um, and one of the ways, and this is what we wanted to chat about, one of the ways that you can execute big is to think about collaboration. Mm -hmm. And we collaborate here a lot. Well, yes. daily as our own internal team when we're working on yeah. projects, we're always collaborating. Mike, you deal with collaboration quite a bit on your side. Lots and lots and it's it's really valuable collaborating with videographers, with printers, with other graphic designers if need be, anyone like yeah. who uh, falls on, under the umbrella of the project. It's always an important part of what I do. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's a big part, right? When we get into a campaign, I know myself, if I sit down by myself to write something and, and you come in to design something, it's a very different space to be in just in your own head versus an opportunity to chat through and talk through items with each other. Yeah. If we didn't think about collaboration, we would be really limiting ourselves yes. and what we were able to offer. So if we just continue to look inside these walls that we are actually able to to execute for people, I don't think we would have the success that we've had in doing things. When we think big, yeah. we look for people who can help us achieve big. And I think really that's a big part of what collaborating is. So if you're a business owner and you've always thought about maybe offering you know, this type of promotion, but it's just a little bit outside of the realm of what you can do, 
How can you look for other people who can help you do that rather than just saying, well, it's just too big. I just can't take that on. Well, even uh, working with nonprofit or different government organizations, quite often they've got an audience that they haven't been able to reach, right? It could be with a health message. It could be with something else. And they just keep stumbling on it. And instead of thinking, and they turn to the usual suspects, the partners they've always used, the people they've always collaborated with. Well, pause for a minute and say, wait a minute, who's my audience and where are they actually? Instead of trying to get them to come to you, who could I be collaborating with? Who's already working with that group of people? Absolutely. Right? So think big. Think outside your usual suspects and those people that you are typically working with. Social media, I think, is a good example of that, mm. where people look at social media still and think that they just it's too big for them right now. <laughs> it's too big. But maybe there's an opportunity to look for other like-minded businesses or organizations or complementary groups where you could come together and maybe share a presence. I know that's a really crazy way of thinking about it and maybe outside of what people would, would consider first off. But I think there is an opportunity. Is to there do. not a group of um, inns and bed and breakfasts that are already doing Absolutely. That? Yeah, there is. That uh, historic... Yeah. yeah, there's an island group of, you know, there is historic inns in the area and they decided to come together because they all shared an audience, mm. individuals looking for um, that type of experience. Mm. And I think that really, you know, breaks down some of those barriers, recognizing if they all do better, mm. everyone is, is uh, moving forward. So being open to collaboration is really important, but collaborating, you really need the right people around you. So when you think about tips for collaboration, I'm going to look specifically over at the creative side here for a minute <laughs> because, because that uh, that gets personal. That stuff gets personal. It does. Yeah. So when you're collaborating with people, what are kind of some tips that you have? Some of the, the ones that really uh, are my checklist is uh, first meet someone, talk with them, talk about your goals, and then check your gut, see how you really feel about them. Uh, and, and then you can trust that a lot of mm. the time because uh, overlooking that and going too far down a road, you can find you're somewhere where you don't want to be with someone that's not making life better for you. The whole idea of collaboration is improving both parties and making things better for everybody involved. And that's, that's the value of it and that's where it feels good. So up front, you're going to meet them. Uh, be clear about your expectations. And have them be clear about what their expectations are too of you because uh, it's a give and take through this whole process. So you got to make sure that you're on top of that. And, and the earlier, the better. It, things may change as you go. You're going to learn more about what's happening and you can be dynamic with it. But just start out on the right foot there. Um, be honest. Communicate if things aren't going well or if you feel that uh, there's something that's just kind of dragging you down a little bit inside, put it on the table, air it out, talk to them and just get that out, it's healthier for the relationship in the long run, and um, it could save the the collaboration and the mm -hmm. success down the road that you wouldn't get to if you didn't bring it up. Yeah, so don't let things fester. Well, it is, right? It's that quite often when things have been derailed in a business relationship, in a personal relationship, mm. it's quite often that misunderstanding, right? It's And so as soon as you start talking about it, everyone goes, oh, okay, and trust is rebuilt. Yeah. Right? We make up bad stories if we're not talking about things. Personally, so. that's something that I continue to kind of work on um, is this idea of don't be afraid of conflict it's or so don't true. be afraid of difficult conversations. Yeah. When you're in a relationship with people that you really trust, which are your collaborators, you need to be able to have that open dialogue. When you have those things in place, 
uh, you know, the values are there, you're very clear on everyone's expectations, you're able to communicate, big things can happen. You can do way more with the right partners, whether they're other organizations, your marketing agency, your, um, you know, your accountant, your lawyer, all of those people are there and should be there to collaborate with you to grow your business. So make that your 2016 yeah. big goal. Yeah, feeling like you're on a team for something like that is pretty cool when you've got a good group of people working with you and that you're helping out too. It just feels good. It's going to be a good year. Mm-hmm.